It's in the market. What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of this podcast. My name is Patrick, and I really appreciate that you tuned in for today with another interview guest. Welcome, Mirko from DStocks.io. How are you doing? Hey, thank you to uh, that you invited, uh, invited me here. Thank you for for this for your time. Um, I'm great. I'm great. Uh, much to do as you probably. So, <laughs> how are you doing? Yeah, I'm. I'm fine. I just came home from uh, my studies, and uh, yeah jumped right into into the interview and the talk with you and I'm really looking forward to um, your answers to the questions so yeah let's start I'm right always, away I'm always honest I'm always honest so <laughs> <laughs> even in this podcast that's, no that's perfect that's perfect so um, as always the first question how did you get started with um, yeah the crypto stuff and especially DeFi chain uh, okay um, crypto uh, I started to like um I mean, crypto was on my, uh, let's say, on my agenda, yeah, since a long time because uh, uh, I read about since uh, 2014, 15 about, mm. but uh, never invested, never did something. But some friends did. So uh, in 2017, I indeed invested in uh, several coins like Bitcoin, Ethereum, uh, some some fancy stuff, yeah. And uh, then the market pumped very much. You know, it was this. Uh, this pump and then the market yeah. crashed after. Yeah. And uh, so I sold uh, I sold uh, in the high, yeah. And and uh, uh, I, so I made some money. And uh, then since uh, 2018, I haven't I haven't been in the market. Okay. And started again 2021 uh, with uh, again Bitcoin, Ethereum, uh, some shit coins, <laughs> and DeFi chain. So, that was not a shit coin. <laughs> no, that's not a shit coin. And DeFi chain, yeah, I came across DeFi chain uh, because of Julian Horst, probably uh, like like yeah. many people, yeah. Yeah, this is a quite quite interesting start. So you you in the market since two thousand uh, seventeen. Yeah. Okay, interesting. Yeah. And we all know that you're one of the founders of DStocks.io. So it's a platform where you can trade decentralized stocks. Um, yeah. W- w- why did you start? Um, or why did you found these stocks? What was your kind of motivation behind um, behind this? Yeah, well, uh, in 2021, uh, I followed the community a little bit more and uh, and uh, more deeply. I, I became acquainted. Uh, I got acquainted with um, uh, the DeFi chain community, with the Telegram channels, and so on and so on. I uh, started liquidity mining, staking. Um, and things uh, what probably all people do with uh, DeFi chain on DeFi chain, and uh, from from one uh, certain point uh, when um, the DeFi chain core team introduced uh, like the D token, yeah, mm-hmm. I understood okay they want to they want to bring the D token to a broader audience, a global audience. And I understood um, the wallets what I used this time, yeah, desktop wallet, light wallet, and so on. Uh, it doesn't meet the requirements of um, like normal investors, people who want to just buy stocks, let's say. Mm-hmm. Yeah? yeah. And from this, uh, this evolved the idea to do something, especially for these stocks, like a simple interface, a simple impl- uh, explanation to people, like like just a simple usable app to to invest in these stocks. Okay, and then. Uh, I got acquainted with uh, some some guys from the community, and um, one of my one is my co-founder now. It's Matthias Nagele, yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, another one is Eugene. He's from uh, Ukraine, the software developer. Yeah, and um, so we discussed, and Ruben Bas was also on board like, at the beginning, but then he decided to do something by himself. Uh, he operates now um the project DeFiChain Trader. That's that's oh, right. and, I know that. Yeah, yeah and, right. and at yeah. the beginning he, he was in our team and he said, no, he wants to focus more on, on DeFiChain Trader. So we said, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. And uh, during these talks, uh, we, we got the idea, okay, let's build not only something to invest easily into these stocks, but a trading platform. Okay. Like um we like a trading interface, something what really prof- like semi-professional traders would use, and not an application uh, what has to be installed, but an application what you can use by web interface. So and and yeah, yeah. And there was quite 
there was quite a journey yet yeah, to come to this technical solution, how to provide a pure web-based uh, trading platform uh, where you don't have to install something at all. Will there be an application in addition? Uh, yeah, can be. We think about uh, some application in the future. It depends all about uh, the money and financing as well, right? Because uh, yeah. all has to be built and, and financed. And uh, but we, what we could imagine is like keep um, heavily uh, built and and uh, like like developed trading platform as a web wallet as a web platform, mm. because most traders use their desktop anyway. You know, they don't trade that much on with the charts and so on, you know, on, on, on mobile phone. Let me let me interrupt there. I think that Najib Bukhila bought his dip, his Bitcoin on his phone. So the president of El Salvador bought actually the Bitcoin on his cell phone. So just <laughs> little information. Okay. Uh, let, let me let me make this point, yeah? Uh, because we provide, uh, meanwhile, you can check on the platform like uh, candlestick charts and really like trading charts, yeah. okay? And uh, I think for this, uh, people use more their notebook, computer, desktop, whatever. Uh, what we could imagine is to provide later a native app. Yeah? yeah, I mean, you can use our platform in mobile browser. You you know, you can use on desktop resolution, on tablet, on mobile browser. So you can use it across any device. Yeah, um, but what we could imagine is to provide a real application, like for Android and iPhone and iOS, like with a simplified interface yeah, for people who want to buy D-Token and sell D-Token, who want to uh, check their portfolio balance, uh, something like this. I think it's a really interesting use case and also a very important one. There is no other platform that offers only D-Stocks than D-Stocks.io. Um, I personally know just Cake DeFi, but they really don't. Yeah, it's not the platform to buy D-Stocks, so they're... I think it's very unique what you um, what you're building there, and so let's say the concept is there is someone from the traditional finance system and now disc uh, yeah now uh, discovers the D stock. So let's say he he jumps um, yeah on your page and sees all this stuff you can do there. So is it as simple as um, yeah I, I choose the D token I want to buy. Let's say D um, I don't know D Google for example. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Want to buy? Do you want to buy this token? And you select it, and then you. How how is the progress there? How how does it work? Now, at the moment, at the moment it is. Um, I mean, we are still at the beginning of our journey, right? Um, yeah. Uh, let, let me let me add uh, just one more one more thing between. Um, I think the next two weeks we finally will launch limit order functions. So mm -hmm. this is uh, like like really for traders, and um, at the moment it's not that easy as we wish it would be yeah so yeah. you have you have to create a web wallet you have to um transfer um dfi yeah and um or dusd you can also transfer i mean yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. from this you can swap into uh, into d token yeah it works like this at the moment is it possible to transfer d tesla from cake to d stocks io uh, this is possible yeah you it's can possible. also transfer d token yeah directly mm. all right yeah this is also yeah. possible. And um, probably next two two months, uh, we will integrate uh, from DFX the uh, fiat on and off ramp. Yeah. So um, this will be also implemented. So the process of buying D token uh, themselves will be easier. Yeah, that is actually really important that it's as easy as possible. I think I also use DF, DFX um, because it's quite easy and fast. You, you just buy it with, with your fiat and yeah, you have it in your wallet. That's it. And the same would be very strong for D-Stocks. You just yeah buy it with, with fiat, as simple as, as that. Um, so is D-Stocks more for trading or is it for building a long-term portfolio? Where do you yeah set the focus on? Yeah. <laughs> as I said, there was like... A it it evolved from one idea to another idea, right? And uh, the name was already D-Stock, so we didn't change. Mm. Um, it will be like a hybrid, yeah? So at the moment, uh, we care about more about the needs for traders or of traders, of traders, yeah? So that yeah. they have a really fancy interface for uh, for trading on DeFi chain. And um, But during this process and later on, we will focus as well on... Um, to, to, to make it easier for uh, investors uh, to buy and hold uh, these token and uh, these stocks and um, mm -hmm. show their portfolio and uh, balance and so on and so on. So it's kind of 
hybrid it's way both, what yeah, we do yeah. at the moment. And I've also seen that you integrated the feature of trading view so that you can actually see the charts for the D stocks in the trading view pattern. How to say that in trading in the trading view layout, kind of like yeah, so exactly. This is also a new feature that um, I found really interesting. That um, yeah, makes everything more professional and yeah, easy to handle, also for traders. Yeah, so so uh, I just want to add that we we really want to um, be the trading platform, the traders platform on DeFi chain. That's actually our main goal at the moment, mm. and um, not so much anymore to uh, just to to keep the token. Yeah, for the for the for yeah, the yeah. for the for the normal people. All right. Um, what would you say are the main benefits of having decentralized stocks? So. Um, this is the main use case of DeFi chain, in my opinion, and yeah, it's it's a really strong one. There are so much um, possibilities we have. So, let's say the, in Germany, the, there is the tax reason, for example, um, where you yeah. say yeah, absolutely, they, because these stocks are not um, yeah traded as um, usual stocks. So you, after one year, you don't have to um, to pay taxes in Germany. So I'm, absolutely. I'm not a, um, that that is one point, for example, and also that you can trade them twenty four seven. That is a really strong use case, in my opinion. Right. That you can say, imagine the situation if Elon Musk on a Saturday announces that Tesla does X X Y Z, um, and yeah, you you can trade the Tesla D stock um, on a Saturday, and yeah, when the 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 traditional market opens on Monday. Um, you have an uh, you have an edge because you just did trade the the D stock. So absolutely. What what would you say are those the two? Oh, is this the main use case or what would you say is the the main benefit? To be honest, there there are several benefits like the the both you mentioned. You know, uh, the yeah. other benefit is that actually, if you sit in in Europe or in Africa or in Asia, it doesn't matter. You own your you own your token, yeah. Mm. You have no depot at the bank, whatever. So you own your token, yeah. You you log in to our web interface, and it, they are your token. So um, let, let's say these are the three main benefits. What what I what I also see, you know, and uh, which of them is the main benefit? I cannot tell it's you. Just, I think, yeah, it's it's for every person a little bit different, you know. Is it the same kind of? Does it work the same as with DFX, where you hold your keys and your coins? Uh, yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's the same. Completely... Okay, because to to clarify this for the listeners, maybe they don't really get the point. So this is a really absolutely. Strong this, well, by the way, this this makes it technically so more more sophisticated, more complicated for our company and for our platform that we um, uh, create this trading experience in a non-custodial way, okay? That you really yeah. own everything. You have your keys in your hands and uh, you can now soon perform limit orders. You can stop loss orders uh, uh, do and so on and so on. It's all your token just and your keys, yeah? So we never manage it. The key, the, the keys are not uh, in our hands on some Bahama Islands or whatever, yeah? yeah. yeah? <laughs> uh, like, like, like other people do. They can, it's okay, yeah? But our approach is to say, uh, okay, what, how we can do technically to uh, provide a great, uh, a great uh, experience for for traders, for D token holders, and they own their keys. Do you hold these stocks by yourself, or is your biggest position DFI or, or crypto, or what is your? What would you say? Sorry, I, I didn't get the question. Um, do you personally have these stocks in your portfolio, or is it more like crypto? Um, to be honest, at the moment, it's more crypto. Yeah. yeah, and even not so much because as I sold something in the summertime, yeah, or before summer. Um, but to be honest, I have a lot of uh, coins uh, in the freezer, like DeFi, mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> in the freezer. And um, I think I'm I'm personally to 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 speak about myself as a person, as yeah. a as a as a individual. Yeah, um, I'm waiting a little bit on our own project. Um, that it will be launched fully as it should be. So, and because I want to use actually our own platform uh, to trade and to invest in DTOGEN. Yeah, that is a cool, cool approach. Um, what, what is the timeline there? So, are there any? Well, uh, the current status is we, we didn't make a lot of noise about this one. There was no video from us. Um, the web wallet itself works already. Mm -hmm. 
So you can uh, transfer, we have to improve the interface a little bit. Uh, you can transfer and hold any token you want in this web wallet. And it, yeah. it's, it's, your to it's your keys, your coins. And uh, you can transfer, you can uh, perform market orders, so you can swap any token. Yeah, it works also like you can um, do on the on the light wallet or on the um, like like desktop wallet. Yeah, mm. and um, I think in two weeks, right now or just today, we had a team call before. Uh, the limit order uh, function is fully implemented in our test system. Mm -hmm. So I think it will take maybe two weeks to really test it that everything works as it should be. So and then uh, I think we will do some uh, some um, um, yeah some YouTube video and so on um, yeah. and then people can use limit orders and and many people wait for this feature because uh, limit orders are a perfect way you know to to play the market. Do you know anyone in your environment, let's say family or friends, who would love to invest in these stocks and see and they that they also see the benefit and the advantage that these stocks yeah offers. Yes, sure. Um, we just see, I mean, me and Matthias, let's say, yeah, and our yeah. surrounding, um, there are no people who would like to invest uh, only in these stocks, okay? The most people who invest or who gonna invest, who are going to invest, uh, they have a portfolio of real stocks as well. Yeah. So um, I think this all, all this these stocks um, universe, let's say, is something new in general, And uh, people need to play this, need to uh, need to have experiences, how it works, it works good or not, you know. So it will be, I think, a, a process during the next uh, years. Um, so yeah, I know many people who who gonna invest in this one. Are there and also, they will use our yeah. platform for sure. <laughs> there are also some skeptical ones. Are there also some skeptical people? Um. Probably, I didn't talk to them. <laughs> <laughs> you did a good you job You asked there. me about my private sphere, right? Yeah, so, yeah did a good job no, there. <laughs> not really. Okay. Not, not more skeptical yeah. as uh, being skeptical about crypto in general, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Nowadays, uh, transparency plays a big role, uh, especially in the crypto ecosystem. So let's talk about your uh, kind of like your CFP, maybe mm -hmm. to, to get the, the people the information they yeah deserve because they obviously voted for your CFP to go through. Um, I don't remember the exact number, but maybe you can just um, say... It was like yeah. 80,000 80, uh, DeFi. 80,000, okay. Uh, I think it was like 80,000, yeah. Okay, what exactly happened happened so far with the CFP money to get some transparency there? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, so we got, in, I think it was July, uh, the CFP money. And um, we... A part we we uh, let, let me let me let me think about. It. I think a part immediately like maybe twenty thousand we we swapped to uh, we took out to uh, Swiss bonds. I think because the company and is located in in Switzerland. Yeah. And um, then I think we created like three master nodes, and then step by step over the next uh, over the last half year seven months. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We uh, we then uh, swapped them as well or took them out to Swiss bonds and. Um, we paid. Uh, we paid um, programmers from this one. Our team actually. That's okay. that's very simple. And to be honest, the money's the money's uh, is gone now. Yeah, because <laughs> we yeah. spent them. We spent it on work uh, on 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 people. Yeah, to work on it. And uh, now we are looking for a new financing round. But uh, we will not um, go the way CFP because uh, we uh, we we followed this. Um, conversation about uh you know a profit project yeah or no so uh we don't want to be in this position again and uh, to be honest i even think if we would uh place another cfp in this round probably people would not vote for us because uh, it, it, it was too big this discussion about profit projects yeah so we at the moment look for alternative ways to um to finance it and uh but To finance it by private money, it's a bad time at the moment, yeah, because people yeah. people are so down in their portfolios. Um, we actually waiting for the seed finder because there was a CFP uh, uh, for seed finder. Um, they have to tell about this by themselves, but as I know, they have some, let's say, like challenge, you know, to uh, to structure this project yeah. in the yeah. right legal way. 
Uh, actually, we expected some 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 launch in in February March. So we wanted to actually raise money from the community, like real investors, and they have like a participation. However, in the company, and it will not happen now. So, but we're still waiting for this one and hoping really hardly the next half year it will happen. Yeah, because we have uh, at the moment no other opportunity to raise money. That means, um, yeah, the project is a little bit slowed down now. Yeah. Uh, because we cannot spend as we want and um, but the development is ongoing from with our resource and our money and um, uh, that's it what what was the feeling like when you've seen um yeah the cfp going through and everything worked out so how how did you feel back then because obviously um, obviously my I also make a CFP that it, that goes out this Friday. It's already voted on if you hear this podcast. So, um, yeah, it's it's kind of amazing feeling to be part into, um, yeah, actually do something like this. So, uh, what was your feeling like? Well, okay, first of all, I wish you luck. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> and then, and then, our you know our journey. I have to I have to start before, okay. Mm -hmm. Because uh, we created already in, I think it was January or February um, last year, our first CFP. Yeah. And uh, no one knew us in the community. So uh, people give us a lot of shit, you know. Some some people give us really like, uh, like, like they really supported us. And some people give us shit, we go, who you are, where you come from, no one knows you, you know what you want. <laughs> and yeah. moreover, this, the CFP was bigger. We asked for much more money, right? Yeah, and uh, so then we we kept working silently actually uh, with our own resources, and um, then we decided uh, we use the chance in July and uh, and and place another CFP, and uh, so we asked for less for less token, and uh, mm -hmm. you see the DFI price there yeah, was much lower, and uh, the amount was really in, in euro because we have to pay in euro uh, people, yeah, so. Yeah. Uh, and we, we calculate in the real world in euro or Swiss francs, whatever. And it was much, much less money. And it turned, I think it was like very, very at the edge. Yeah. So it was not comfortable because uh, DFX voted very strong for us. Yeah. There was, was you remember, there was a discussion about the votes uh, structure from DFX. Mm -hmm. And because of this, how it was at this time, we won the CFP. So, and uh, yeah, you know, there was a this was a moment actually uh, where I can I can say like this the the community decided if we go on or not because if we wouldn't win the CFP probably we would stop the project even we invested already but then the market uh, changed and uh, some private investors we had talks with um, they cancelled their investment so you know what you do then yeah hard times can, hard times yeah you you can just wait for a better moment and and you know if if, if the community decides two times. They don't want to support this project, um, so you know. Then probably we would stop it. So, but so it was like kind of not really like that. We had really celebration about it. Was more like a satisfaction, you know. Like it was a satisfying moment to say, okay, oh wow, you, we got it. We can we can continue, and uh, but we feel and felt still pressure uh, to keep the project running because um, I think it it will take some time until um, this project can pay the bills by itself. So we have probably the next one, two years still organize money for the project. And this is, to be honest, is a challenge. Yeah, but it's and, and now many people yeah, say, now you have to deliver, you just received your CFP money. Um, and also, I, I also face a lot of criticism because people write, write under the Reddit post, 19-year-old crying for fame and money. <laughs> so I don't, I don't really know what to say to those comments. Um, I think we both are in a situation where we deliver value to the community by building something, by doing projects. And that is key to bring DeFi chain forward and yeah, to actually to deliver value and push the ecosystem, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And the people, you know, let me add this, it, it was said many times already, even in, in one of our videos, um, the people, uh, it, it is important to understand, yeah, the people want to want to, uh, want to to um, see DeFi chain a prospering project, well, yeah. and, but for this, it needs tools, services, products, that's, that's simple as it is, and um, 
you don't uh, in, in the early days you know you have people who are really like uh, they invest their private time uh, you know maybe they have money uh, so they don't have to earn money you know they they just play around but there comes a certain point when ecosystem needs kind of professionalization so and uh, i think this moment is now and uh, you really need um how, how to say in english uh, like people who do something who you push yeah but yeah. these people cannot push forever for free you know so there must be also in the ecosystem a way uh, to raise money for projects and um i i really would appreciate if uh, many people would understand this that uh, uh their investment is also dependent on on how to say in english shakers and makers something like this yeah on, on people who yeah. do something yeah yeah I, so, i don't know the yeah Yeah, but you, you got me, yeah? And uh, yeah. so this is important that people like you and us uh, are supported somehow and, and uh, find a way to, to get finances projects. Otherwise, the ecosystem will not grow, yeah? You just talked about the ecosystem growth and there are many people criticize that DeFi chain is mainly a German-speaking community and is mainly located in yeah Germany, Austria, Switzerland. Um What needs to happen, in your opinion, that DeFi chain, yeah, becomes more international and also, yeah, more Eng more international, English speaking? Um, from my perspective, I mean, everyone has his own perspective, but from my perspective, more projects who push this ecosystem in international uh, international markets, yeah, like we do, uh, we do everything in English, yeah, our YouTube is in English, our um our everything what we do twitter is english and so on and so on and uh, we have in our roadmap to launch in many languages many countries um this is the way you can the only way you can do yeah or you hire some big crypto influencers yeah but this is, is cost money or you invest in marketing like there is now uh we will have an, an interview on or we had an interview do we have no we had an interview <laughs> about um No, no, I have, sorry, I make sorry, I have too many things on my agenda uh, about this NFC sponsoring, you know? With Pena or... Yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, this is something what is needed, you know? And this is something like, like, like things like this, but someone told me uh, all the, all the crypto influencers, uh, uh, many of them quit, you know, because it's not attractive anymore because the, the coin press is so low. So we, yeah. need, uh, what to do? Yeah, more services, more products. Uh, more people talking about uh, DeFi chain and so on and so on. Why DeFi chain became so big? Because you were host, to be honest, you know, because of no one else. Because Julian uh, is a has a reach, yeah, a real reach. Yeah. And uh, but he's German. He has a reach in the German market. This is where we where we came from. And uh, now it's a it's a shift needed. Yeah. Uh, to grow but it, and there are for projects needed, like like our project, like your project. You know, that's it. But I think the centra centralization around Julian is, is fading away slowly. So there are, because there are so many people active in the community, also non-German speaking people, um, they push these, the, the aspect of decentralization. There are so many community projects out there. Um, the new DeFi Chain Wiki, now the podcast, now new YouTube channel, um, DeFi Chain Strategies, your project there, DeFi Seed Finder, DeFi Chain Poker. Imagine there are so many great project to try to deliver value and bring defection forwards and that is what what is needed and where we yeah kind of like agree that this is needed to bring defi chain to get to make it more international and um yeah, yeah absolutely. Fo focus on the english language and videos in podcasts in news shows and stuff like this i think this is this is key to um build projects there that we agree absolutely and um the projects uh within the defi chain ecosystem they have Uh, in my opinion, uh, better to interact, you know, to to cooperate. To yeah, this is this is this is essential. Really good point that you talk about this because, um, yeah, imagine you working together with I don't know with the, with me in this in this point. We both benefit from this, and in the end, it's the ecosystem who benefits from from this. And also, let's say um, it's also um proposal of Bene, uh, DeFi Chain Epic, who announced that he he plans to invite many DeFi chain members to the UFC event. Um, yeah, that is also a really nice opportunity to to connect with the community. Um, Absolutely. To, to make connections, and that is, is key if they work Absolutely. together. Yeah. 
we will join this as well as some event, yeah. Mm -hmm. And you, you see what we do is we have a small uh, YouTube channel because I don't know, it's nowadays very hard to grow a YouTube channel. We have like 200 subscribers, okay? <laughs> this is it is yeah. like this. So, but even with 200 subscribers, we, we we bring other people to our YouTube, okay? So invite them and so on and so on. And this and this cooperation uh, would be uh, would be heavily needed between more members of this ecosystem, yeah. And uh, I think also a big role could play um, this accelerator team, yeah, um, because they also could integrate more different projects and so on and so on. So I will talk with Santiago, for example, yeah. yeah. If uh, there's an opportunity um, uh, when we finally launch now all our functions, yeah, uh, what was uh, which was uh, which were promised, um, that uh, they they could help us, you know, a little bit more because they do marketing, so they can bring traffic uh, to different projects yeah. and so on this this is much more needed and uh, the more an ecosystem works as a network the stronger the network will become that's very easy i just made a tweet where i said yeah let's uh because i, I want to expand the podcast and also interview people outside of the DeFi chain community to actually bring the project forwards and yeah make it more well more known in the whole crypto space and therefore uh, i just made a tweet and um, tagging other crypto people from outside the DeFi chain community, and yeah, if 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 all the if every single DeFi chain community member would retweet this, I, I really think this would have a huge effect. Um, and maybe we Absolutely. can like this, we can work together, integrate new people, spread the word about DeFi chain. If everyone would retweet, it's just a single retweet. I don't I don't really get why so many people are not doing this. Uh, <laughs> it's it's free. It doesn't damage themselves. So it's. It's a no-brainer, in my opinion, and that we we have to work. That is a good point that that you, that you just mentioned there. Yeah, let's talk about um, you personally and um, also your team. Um, where do you guys come from? So, w what is your kind of background? Um, let's talk about me and Matthias, yeah, because we are like the mm -hmm. the, the public persons of the team, and um, Matthias um, is an entrepreneur. Yeah, yeah, he operates. Uh, he operates a company with his wife in um, laundry liquids. <laughs> mm -hmm. He sells ecological laundry liquids, and he personally comes uh, has an uh, economic and IT background. Yeah, he uh, works as a consultant for big companies as well, and uh, is an investor in crypto since a long time. Uh, is a trader by by himself. Yeah, so he trades. Uh, uh, stocks, options, um, and yeah. crypto. And uh, I personally, I'm also an entrepreneur. I launched several companies and uh, still um, launch companies. Yeah, this is my 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 main passion in life. And beside that, um, I also um, work for several companies as a business consultant. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so this is uh, my personal background. And uh, I also have a strong focus on uh, information technology. And But uh, I'm, I'm active in, in, in different areas. Okay. How, how, how old are you both? Um, Matthias is 37. Mm -hmm. Sorry, Matthias. <laughs> if you are 38. <laughs> if you listen to this, but I think you are 37. And I turned just in October um, 47. All right. Interesting. And you, you did found a lot of companies so far, small companies, startups. Um, what would you say was the main, pro the, the, the biggest lesson, let's say, like this, that you, um, yeah, that you experienced? As an entrepreneur. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Simple, yeah. Never give up <laughs> because Never give up. <laughs> shit comes along anyway. <laughs> and uh yeah, never give up. I mean, uh, I started many things. Uh, um, some things went wrong. Some things went great. And um, you know, you it, it's all it's you know, life is a life is a never-ending river of of experiences. Yeah, and and there's never an end till there's an end, until there's an end. Yeah. Uh, so this is like uh, detox is part of my journey. Yeah, and. Uh, this is uh, like like it's a never-ending story, and and uh, people, some people who start a project maybe the first time in life, um, and sometimes it works, 
Sometimes it doesn't yeah. work, and if it doesn't work, they, they, they make a big thing out of this. Personally, you know, some people need a therapy. I don't know. <laughs> just 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 wake up the next morning and and, yeah. and start doing the next thing. That's it, you know. Do you have uh, an advice for young people out there who dream becoming an entrepreneur? Um, advice for young people? Uh, yes, sure. Um, keep going. Keep going. Okay, but let's let's say this. Um, I'm a little bit older, yeah, 40, 47, almost 50. Yeah. Uh, indeed, one of the main points is to have, in a certain way, stability in life, okay? You need to pay your rent, you need to pay your food. Uh, this needs to be safe because some people gamble with this. And this is my advice, don't do it, okay? So, but beside this, if you can make it to be stable, because you don't want to end on the street, right? You want to have a stable situation in your in your in your core needs for your life, housing, uh, eating, and so on and so on. Um, try whatever you want, you know, give a shit on, give a shit uh, at what people tell you. If you don't like it, you don't uh, just, just do it anyway, you know, uh, but be, but be still open for new informations. Yeah. For new informations, for advices, I say advices, but anyway, do it. You know, if you have some, if you, if you feel some inner force to do something, you have to do it. So, and you will have an experience. And, uh, the best thing is gain experiences. If your main goal is to, to, to become a billionaire, even for this one, most likely you will not start one project and become a billionaire. So, uh, on this way, and many people know just want to be billionaire. I don't know, maybe because of all the Instagram billionaire profiles, yeah. <laughs> but if you, if this is your goal, you anyway have to try something, have to start something, and be consistent about what you do. But also listen to your inner voice and to the market. If you see something better or something changed, yeah, just do it and go with the flow. That's it. Because so, you have. Yeah. There have been some advices inside. It, it's it's not one 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 advice. You know, it's like. Yeah, live live your life, do your things, but be stable yeah. and uh, and interested in new things the same way. But it's quite hard to be independent and find a, and and have money by the sidelines to start something. Because imagine you're 22, you just um, want to do something, but you 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 can't because you don't have the money. So this can be quite a tough time. I didn't say it's not tough. <laughs> no. I went. I, I personally went uh, through tough times. I, I can tell you something. Yeah, uh, I, I will not uh, tell his name. No one knows him anyway. But I have a friend. Um, he he had a his parents had a had a bank. Yeah, yeah. and so he grew up in a very uh, good environment, uh, very rich, uh, and so on and so on. Lived on some some fancy cities on the world, and now he lives in. Uh, in the Americas in one country and he's uh, 60. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's very experienced entrepreneur, but sometimes I have to send him money yeah, for one month for his family that he can feed his family and he operates a company. So what I want to say, this is a full blood entrepreneur and uh, entrepreneurs business is not ever shiny. Sometimes it's very hard and, uh, you can have some uh, some uh, some crash anytime uh, you have but you have to risk it i think he doesn't want to change his way of being you know this is this is the main the main message yeah it's still hard with 60 so when you tell me wow fuck it's hard with 22 no if you have a family with two kids and you're fully responsible about yourself and you're 60 and no one gives you a regular job anymore this is hard that's a really interesting story um yeah <laughs> really interesting that you shared uh, these thoughts um how do you, how, I, I want to talk about the the personal the personal aspect about you Mirko um besides these dogs besides all these um companies that you did found the, the startups that you did um yeah you did, did start um how, how do you spend your free time imagine you're not working you're not in a call all day um not doing podcast interviews so what are you, what are you doing then do you have a, you have a family so so what i do in fact or what i dream to do both both of them let's start with uh, what, with what you actually do <laughs> okay let's let's start oh, my lamp. let's start with what i'm dreaming about okay let's all let's right. start with this one uh to be honest um what i'm dreaming about is not far away 
from what I'm actually doing because it, uh, it, um, I became by age like this, that I try on a, on a daily basis to regulate my energy flows, my inner energy and my energy balance. This is very important. This is also an advice. Yeah, If you are 20, you can go against your energy. It's easy. You can compensate it. But you, when you turn 30, 40, 50, it becomes more complicated. So what I try to do, um, I have workload indeed because i have uh, many projects on my table and many people i have to talk with every day but the same way i have a family i have friends i have uh, sport i do regular sport like workouts like three four times a day go swimming um i had a play a time where i played golf i i don't do this anymore and, uh, and i miss it to be honest yeah i travel a lot if, if possible my son is in the school so it's a little bit limited yeah but um on a daily basis, I try to balance all things in the right way that by the end, when I go sleep, I feel comfortable. That's that's quite impressive. How, how, how long do you work a day, let's say, a usual day? Um, it depends. Uh, so uh, I get up at uh, 7 because my son needs to be in the school at 8. Yeah. So yeah. seven, the days that it's not super early, but it's on, it's not, also not late. Yeah. So, and then, um, I have, sometimes I go to the sport in the morning because it's very important, the workout for me. And I feel it, the older you become, the more you feel your body needs workout, you know, to, 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 yeah. to keep your, to keep your energy, to keep your fit and so on. And, uh, then I often go to, um, like one, two favorite coffee houses. Yeah. Coffee shops where I sit uh, with my mobile phone, do some calls, check my emails, have time for myself. Yeah. And then this is satisfied. I had time for myself. And then I go um, to my desk and work tasks. And then I have appointments. And between sometimes I go like uh, purchasing things in the supermarket, um, bring my, uh, pick my son up from the school, you know, like it's a, it's a, it's a mixed day. And um Usually I close my day like now at nine, maybe where I really say then, uh, okay, now it's really private time. Yeah. I have still one hour at home to watch a movie with my son or to do some cooking. Um, I, I try to cook regularly by myself because I prefer to eat healthy things. Yeah. So yeah. you see, even this is, I try to balance every aspect in my life in, into one day. Yeah. But my, my day is usually long and, uh, let's say from seven in the morning, till nine o'clock or till 10, there is not really time where I chill on my couch and, and watch Netflix or so. Yeah. So mm -hmm. um, this is really like my days are really full. What would you, what would you say on average, the time you work per week, just a number? Uh, per week, um, I would say by the end, <laughs> you know, I, I will answer you this, you know, it's for me even complicated to understand because when, for example, when I see when the morning's two hours in a coffee shop, okay, and I have a latte macchiato and a piece of cake, whatever, you know, after my sport, and I actually check emails, do bank transfers, uh, call someone because of business reasons, it's actually work, right? People yeah, could yeah, do this course, in front yeah. of the desk. I, I would say, okay, it's two hours work. Yeah. But since I sit in a coffee shop, it doesn't feel like work. But if, if I take this all together, I would say it's per week minimum 60 hours okay crazy so you absolutely need time for yourself this is really important maybe to, yeah but 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 still 60 hours let, let me calculate if i if i say like this uh, uh okay actually i need calculation for this but yeah i would say like um yeah five 60 hours 12 12 um no, maybe not 60. Maybe it depends. Yeah. Maybe, maybe let's say, let's be fair, maybe 50. Okay. Yeah. But for sure, more than more than 40. 60 is a little bit much. It depends. Sometimes there are periods when I work even on Sunday and Saturday. Yeah. But yeah. um let's say 52. Let's say 52. Is a good <laughs> <number>. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe 48. <laughs> I don't know. But to be honest, I would prefer to work less. Yeah. Right. I could be I could be fine with 20 or 30. By the end, you know, you have to create some outcome this is the main point i i, I don't think it's yeah. about the amount of hours what you work there, there shouldn't be someone sitting like oh I, I work 60 hours or i work only 20 hours it doesn't matter you yeah. have to reach your 
your thing, what you want to, where you want to get. That's, that's the point. That's the reason why people are talking about four day week to work, to, to actually work. So that they don't work five days a week, but four days a week. Um, and it also depends. It's not for it's not meant for everyone. So maybe someone prefers the five day week. Maybe someone prefers the four day four day work week. I don't know. This depends. You, you know, it depends on where you, where you want to go. Yeah, you can. I, I think nowadays you can uh, you can uh, when you hustle a little bit and you are smart, you can do with. 20 hours a week um not as even as a as a no not really as an employee but uh, if you if you offer some services yeah like like some yeah. consulting service you create some project you can you can come with 20 hours a week to 10 15 20 000 euro a month it's possible i don't talk about liquid uh, liquidity mining on sticking on so let's say you do something it's possible yeah but uh, i for example i create companies uh, where I really want to, uh, I mean, I'm older now. I have to de deliver finally some shit in life. Yeah. So, um, I create companies, uh, where I see I want to, uh, bring them to a valuation of at least 1 billion euro. Yeah. So, um, this is something what I like to do. And, uh, and I think 20 hours a week is not enough for this. Yeah. But it yeah. all depends on where, where you want to go. Yeah. That's, that's key. Is there anything that people don't know about you? If the people don't know, they shouldn't know. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I mean, like like uh, a secret habitude that you're doing every morning, say, let's say morning routine, for example, or, or anything that you don't share on social media that is may, that may be interesting to know. My, my hygienic routines, I, I, don't, I don't share on social media <laughs> anyway, but... Uh, no, I don't. I I don't have some some. Uh, I, I know where I come from. Uh, some secret hack, you know what what successful people do or something. I don't have it to be honest. I I do my regular stuff and uh, maybe maybe one thing I noticed. Maybe it came by age. It can be two, mm. but I try to do many things as possible always in the same way, like really like strictly in the same way, because it saves me a lot of time and energy. Mm. and uh, so i'm i'm actually very well organized even the details yeah I, I always do every day the same day not because i'm not creative and not because i'm not open to new things because i want to save time and energy to think about this one it's so also, yeah i i do i do many things as a habit yeah i clean my house by myself there has no one who come cleaning here you know i do it in Five minutes a day, it's very simple. So I have this regular habit. So what I do always the same time. And in the same time, I'm very open to new information and new ideas and work on new things. Yeah. But this frames it where I'm where I'm live in inside. Yeah. It gives me the energy that I have uh, that I need for new things. Right. So mm. if I if I if I have a chaotic day and a chaotic life, you know, uh, not organized finances and so on and so on. Yeah. It eats all my energy. There is no energy left to make something new. And this is, uh, I think this is, this is key also to have an organized life. Finally, we know something about you that you usually don't share. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, I, I got you. Um, last, um, or yeah, two questions left. Um, how to become an expert and get reputation? nowadays it's quite difficult um everybody wants to to be be an expert in 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 a certain topic let's take a look at um for example any political topic everyone is an expert uh in political terms or yeah, when, the, when the new the new fed data come out the new inflation data everyone is an, a macro analyst and <laughs> what do you think it needs to become an expert and to get reputation Okay, maybe I'm not, the per, to be honest, the best person to answer these questions because I cannot say that I'm an expert in something. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I, I just want to hear your thoughts on that. What would you say? Uh, uh, it doesn't matter if you're uh, an expert or not. Just what, Okay, what let me, because I cannot answer this question, okay, to be honest, yep. I want to give another thing, another advice, okay? Um, let me say like this. I think I'm an expert among my social sphere okay so if you if you yeah. talk with people who know me or who do business since a while with me they would say Mirko is competent okay yeah. and he always deliver 
what he promised or he always deliver uh, what was agreed. Yeah. So, and I think this is what I can talk about, not to become an expert about something on social media, whatever, <laughs> but I can, I can give an advice what to do uh, because I think still I'm, I'm a little bit, uh, not only from the new economy, I'm also from the old world a little bit. Yeah. It is very important that you build a sphere around you, yourself during your lifetime yep. where people can trust you, rely on you and believe what you say. And if you do this, if you deliver, if you be honest, if, if something doesn't work and you say, uh, sorry, we had this agreement, I cannot do because, and, and, and people will understand you. Okay. But they will always trust you that you do what you promise or that you try to do what you promise. So, and in this way, you're already ahead of many people nowadays. And, and in this way, they see you also more as a professional because they understand you act professionally. Yeah. Between people. And this helps a lot to uh to stand out from from the crowd yeah that people can rely on you can believe you and uh, even if i'm new to a topic i i have many people who say uh wow he does something new now it's it's amazing actually he didn't study but yeah i trust him that he will deliver this and uh, because why because they learn it is like this with me <laughs> you just said you you couldn't answer the question and now you you answered it again. <laughs> it's quite <a> funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, last question for the day. Where do you see the DeFi prize in five years? Wow, gut feeling. <laughs> just say number. Just say number. Gut feeling. Um, we talk about okay. A question. A question to you. Do we have a? Bear or bull market in five years? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Let's say a bull market. Huh? A bull market. Let's say bull market. Okay. Let's let's say. Uh, I think it's possible to um, to go by on to one hundred okay. US dollar per coin. But if you if you would ask me half year ago or one year ago, I would be more optimistic even. Yeah. Optimistic, all right. Okay. I would be more optimistic. Now I'm more realistic. And I think uh, if we fix the DUSD yeah. issue, because this is one of the engines of the D-token ecosystem, of, of the D-token system, yeah. um, more projects come. Uh, D-Stocks.io performs very well. <laughs> 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 yeah. So um, there is a realistic chance uh, that... Uh, that 100, yeah, I think so. Five years. Five years is a long time, you know. Um, now we are so down, it would be 100x almost. Um, some people probably can't imagine this, but I, ca I can imagine this. I also can. With that, thanks, Mirko, for being my guest today. Really appreciate that you took the time. Um, yeah, I wish you all the best with DStocks.io and um, yeah, really thankful for all the insights you shared in DStocks in your personal life. And yeah, also for being transparent about your CFP and all the money you took. Um, yeah. Do you want to add something in the end? Thank you very much <laughs> for your time, for, for your invitation. And, uh, I wish all the ecosystem, all the investors, all the people, the makers and shakers. Yeah. If it's right in English, <laughs> the best yeah. and, uh, that we more interact and more, um, interact in a positive way about, uh, about DeFi chain and, uh, yeah, I think it's very important. It's a nice project, what they started using and, uh, and, and Julian Hospia. And I'm, I really appreciate to be part of this. And I, for all of us, I wish us the best. Thanks again. And we'll see each other in the next episode. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye.